At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our February Wellness and Movement Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group, which is our support and accountability group for all things health, wellness, and nutrition. The February Wellness and Movement Challenge begins on Thursday, February 1st, 2024, and is a 29-day, month-long challenge, all focused on health, wellness, and moving our bodies. Join in and focus on getting in 20 minutes of movement of some kind every day or 8,000 steps per day, and complete a wellness challenge of the day for each day of February. It's just simple and effective. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group. That's $9.99 per month. Plus, you could try it out for free for one week with a free trial. If you want support and accountability as you work on your nutrition and movement goals, especially as we continue through 2024, join the February Wellness and Movement Challenge by heading to the link in the show notes to join the Goal Getters Group. If you're listening to this episode past the start of the challenge, feel free to check out the Goal Getters Group anyway, because we have challenges throughout the entire year that focus on mindfulness, nutrition, sleep, movement, and more. I hope to see you inside of the challenge. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to spot diet red flags, okay? Diets are often marketed as the answer to our problems, promising that quick weight loss or physical health and even beauty. The diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that honestly succeeds by making people feel bad about themselves and believe that by following their diet or taking their supplements or products that they will finally achieve their weight loss goals and change their life. People can quickly become stuck in a vicious cycle of dieting, and the dieting companies make even more money. Fad diets are most often ineffective and can be harmful for your health because they're not producing actual lifestyle changes, which will keep the weight off long-term. So I know there's so many out there and I'm not going to talk about any specific diets by their name, but I wanted to talk about how can you approach these things by looking for red flags to see if it's actually something that can be done sustainably. So first, um, if the diet sounds too good to be true, right? If it were that easy for everyone to lose weight, no one would be overweight, right? The key to sustainable weight loss is small, manageable lifestyle changes. So if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is just like most things in life. Next is that the diet promises fast results. 
weight loss of more than two pounds or one kilogram per week is really drastic weight loss and that's not healthy and you will most likely end up gaining the weight back as soon as you go off the diet. Dramatic weight loss also causes the metabolism to slow down as the body perceives it to be a threat to survival and will start holding on to all the food that you're giving it. Um, now you may say, well, Brittany, you know, when I was doing a sustainable weight loss approach, I did lose more weight in the beginning and that is pretty common. Um, I may see a client lose a, you know, few extra pounds, more than two pounds, um, in the first week or two in starting the program. And usually that is due to, um, some water loss, um, because more carbohydrates are stored with water. And if you are trying to reduce your calories or overall uh, carbohydrate intake, you may notice a shift down in your weight. But again, this isn't like losing five pounds of fat overnight. This is usually just due to the fluid shifts. But Nonetheless, if a diet is promoting super fast weight loss and fast results, this is probably not sustainable. Next is that the diet has limited to no exercise component. So nutrition and physical activity are the two key components of any weight management plan and ignoring one will not lead to lasting results. So I always focus on with my clients finding movement that they enjoy and, you know, we work to implement it in whatever way that they feel comfortable. But if you're not going to focus on exercise at all, then we are missing a component to our health. Next, the diet eliminates specific foods or entire food groups. All foods and food groups offer healthful and nutrition nutritious options. So unless you have a medical need to limit a certain food group, there's really no reason to banish an entire food group from your diet. Not to mention that cutting out things completely like carbs from your diet can just cause a really unhealthy relationship with food, especially the ones that you're cutting out. And again, makes it seem like it's not very sustainable to do long-term. So if you feel like you can't cut up bread for the rest of your life, then it's probably not worth doing in the short term either. Next, the diet restricts calorie intake drastically. So you are likely going to see weight loss when you suddenly eat less calories. Restricting a calorie intake too low, maybe like 1,200 calories or lower, can cause your body to enter into this starvation mode, which I kind of mentioned earlier. In this mode, your cognitive and physical processes are hindered and your metabolism slows down. This makes achieving a healthy weight much more difficult in the future and increases your likelihood of overeating and weight gain. This could be a whole nother podcast episode. Actually, I did touch on this in a previous episode, why low calorie diets don't work in the long term. And this is really just not a sustainable approach. Next, the diet labels foods as good and bad. Let's keep it real here. The only bad foods out there are the ones that are spoiled or will make you feel physically ill if you eat them. These are the food, but you know, there's obviously foods that are more nutrient dense than others, but restricting certain foods and labeling them as bad can lead to cravings, overeating, and again, an unhealthy relationship with food. When we realize that food has no moral value and food is just food, it makes approaching lifestyle changes so much easier. Next, the diet doesn't provide support for long-term success. 
A healthy weight is achieved with a healthy lifestyle and not a temporary diet or exercise regimen. But when we engage in a temporary weight loss program only to return to the habits that don't support a healthy weight, we're just going to gain the weight again. And this is going to make it even harder again with how our metabolism shifts, our hormones, all of that. It's going to make it harder to achieve a healthier weight in the future. This is kind of the whole yo-yo dieting approach that doesn't work. Next, the diet really offers expensive miracle type products. So let's be real. Don't buy into these gimmicks. There is no magic diet pill, no meal replacement smoothie or elixir that is going to exclusively help you keep the weight off. These products often lack scientific evidence and are not proven to be effective. Not to mention that the vitamin and mineral and supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA, our Food and Drug Administration here in the United States, which means means that these products aren't being regulated and can actually cause more harm to your health than good. So it is always important to make sure that before you try different products or supplements that you're always checking with your physician, your dietitian to make sure that these are safe for you. Next, the diet may be very rigid right? Like eating in a way that prevents you from enjoying food and social situations is not healthy or sustainable. If a diet has you obsessing about food rules and is taking up a lot of mental space or effort, this can be a big problem too. Diets often perpetuate and encourage disordered eating behaviors that lead to clinical eating disorders. And not always, but when we are just limiting our foods and our intake, this can just make our eating again, not sustainable. Next, the diet may be based on anecdotal evidence and only before and after photos. So if you've ever been up late and seen those infomercials on TV where they're showing these before and after photos of the people who honestly don't look like each other <laughs> um, in the pictures, you know, these ads are relying solely on weight loss photos to sell their products and they likely don't have real science to back their claims. And Truly, a successful diet plan is one that is extensively studied and supported by sound, reliable research by credible professionals. So everything that I'm ever going to promote here at Your Life Nutrition and as a registered dietitian nutritionist is always going to be based on the science. It's not going to be based on my uh, personal opinion. Um, It is always going to be rooted in the evidence, which is so important. Next, the diet might be promoted by celebrities or individuals with limited or no sound nutrition credentials, or they're just salespeople. These endorsers get paid to advertise and sell you the diet, and individuals whose main discipline is not nutrition do not possess the necessary education, licensing credentials, or regulation to provide nutrition advice. And this drives me crazy, right? On these tabloid magazines or on social media, you see a your favorite celebrity following this certain diet and you think that's right for you too. But let's be real. <laughs> Just because you eat doesn't give you the right to educate other people about how they should eat either. This can just cause a lot of harm and set someone up for not great success when they think something else is going to work for them too. So you should always seek the nutrition advice from a registered dietitian and or your physician to make sure that you are doing things that are safe for you. 
Next, the diet forces you to buy the company's foods or supplements. Using diet products instead of real food can put more money into the dieting industry and can take you further away from developing a healthy relationship with food. Now, I have no problem with prepackaged foods and foods that maybe provide some portion control, but if you are solely eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, all pre-portioned, all sent to you, this isn't. This is also just not teaching you how to portion things yourself, how to cook and make meals that you can provide for your family, and can also leave you very socially isolated. Because what happens when your dinner? Uh, you you know get invited to dinner, and you're supposed to eat the frozen dinner that you were sent in the mail. So I just really encourage people to stray away from those things. I have no problem, again, like I said, with some convenience food items that you maybe are heating up from frozen, but we want to have this be a small portion of what we're intaking and not our everyday meal. Next, the diet is based on a single study or misrepresented scientific studies. So again, just because a singular study concluded merit to a certain diet or supplement does not mean it is in every case. It's also important to cross-check multiple studies since scientific studies may be represented, misrepresented by the media. Again, you may see, oh, wow, this has actually been research tested. It might have had 10 participants. 10 people versus a study with thousands of people are going to provide very different results. And again, these companies want to have research-backed information, but they may not tell you what the research actually looked like. So it's important to examine all claims critically. And again, consult a dietitian to help if you're unsure. So I know I provided a lot of information, a lot of red flags that I want you to look for, and now I wanted to provide you some questions for reflection. So I want you to think, why do I need a diet if others do not? If diets work so well, why are there so many of them? What was the longest period of time you sustained weight loss from dieting? What trends do you see with your body weight, shape, and size since trying different diets? How much time and money have you invested into dieting? How has dieting interfered with your life, both physical, social, psychological, behavioral, and your relationship with food? If you do have health and nutrition and weight loss goals, what can you do to achieve these goals in a sustainable way and avoid the diets with all the red flags? If you need some one-on-one help, head to the link in the show notes to fill out the coaching application and we can schedule a free discovery call to discuss your goals. I hope you found this information to be helpful today and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. 
If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.